Welcome to the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a great start to your Saturday. It's a special Saturday edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. We were not able to, we did not produce a show on Monday, obviously taking a bit of a break. Um, I was out of town with my family for the 4th of July weekend, but wanted to throw out a special Saturday episode to talk about one of the prospects that has been connected most frequently with the Grizzlies in the early stages of workouts and interviews and things such as that. We've seen his name connected with the Grizzlies more and more in some mock drafts as well, and that is Trey Murphy III, a very, very intriguing and on-the-rise draft prospect who is a wing, a potential very valuable 3-and-D wing from Virginia He seems to certainly have a profile that not only fits what the Grizzlies need, but also has the upside that certainly stands out as well, and the skill set that could certainly be a benefit to Memphis. He checks a lot of boxes for the Grizzlies, and we'll look at that. The first segment, talk about the two things that stands out about Trey Murphy. Second segment, look at the statistics and some areas of improvement that certainly, you know, make you consider him, but also make you aware that there is plenty of areas that need to improve for him to truly be a a difference-making type player. And the third segment, we'll discuss where he fits and how likely he makes sense as a pick for the Grizzlies. Of course, we want to remind you of where you can find the show, at Locked on Grizz on Twitter, myself, at StatsSAC. My name's Sean Coleman. I've been covering the Grizzlies for three years over at Grizzly Bear Blues. I'm a credentialed media member of the Grizzlies. been your host here since April of 2020, the one place where you can find the latest Grizzlies news, information, insight, perspectives, as well as the honest truth, your Grizzlies every day here on the Locked on Grizzlies podcast. I also want to remind you, you can follow the show anywhere podcasts are available, Spotify, Twitter, Apple, or Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, The Odyssey app. Listen, review, subscribe. Let us know what you think of the show. We also want to remind you of our title sponsor for today's show, and that's Michelob Ultra. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoyment isn't the end game. It's the whole game. And only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And join a Michelob Ultra watching any sporting event will certainly make it worth it. So obviously, Trey Murphy has been someone that stood out. He was the first true prospect that, you know, it was revealed had had some type of interaction with Memphis. And it makes perfect sense, right? With the Grizzlies picking at number 17, they're likely is going that the, the need that stands out is they want a big wing and they want a wing that can be a two way wing that can add value on both ends of the court. Now, obviously, names that stand out that you'd love to consider maybe a Franz Wagner, obviously a Moses Moody, but those guys probably are going to be picked earlier in the draft. And to be honest, it's going to be hard. You may not want to pay the price that it takes to move up to get them. Well, while Trey Murphy may not be the type of, you know, carry the type of certainty to be a very relevant player like those two players do, he certainly does carry some intrigue. And the two big reasons why are because of his three-point shot and his natural defensive ability. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. When it comes to the three-point shot, Trey Murphy has one of the prettiest three-point shots that I've seen in looking at highlight tapes and reading scouting reports and things like that on some of these players over the past 
two years. His shot is so pretty. It has such a natural arc and is so accurate. I can't remember a player, well, possibly a few, maybe Desmond Bain as well as others, but there have been very few players who just have consistently had just straightforward, nothing but net threes. He has a little bit of a hitch to the side that make that just seems natural for him. He doesn't really release the ball at the arc of his shooting stroke, which you normally would think may be a bit of a deterrent. But he gets so much loft on the ball, so much natural height and arc on the ball, that it's very hard to defend, and it is absolutely accurate. Now, yes, much of this is on catch-and-shoot opportunities. Ninety. The big thing about Trey Murphy is that he that's his that was his role in or at Virginia during this past season. His role was as the sharpshooter for the Cavaliers. He took 191 total shots last year in college. 121 of them were from three. But the thing about it is, is that he just gets so much natural loft on his shot that it's just a beautiful sight to see. And the thing about it is, is that a lot of his opportunities are on catch-and-shoot three-point options. But he's so accurate, and typically he is able to know that it's the right shot to take, as could be seen by his incredibly high true shooting percentage and effective field goal percentage. He can add value. He can be a part of an offense that the defense has to respect without being a huge part of the offense. He wasn't used that much. Now, a lot of that has to do with, you know, the fact that Virginia is just not a a big, you know, offensive system. Virginia probably is one of the more high-profile college system that relies least on offense when it comes to its overall strategy. Virginia is very well known to be a scheme under Tony Bennett that is based off defense first. But the thing about it is, is that Trey Murphy is so accurate with his three-point shot, and it's such a pretty loft, but also he can get rid of the ball so quickly. It's just a natural, quick, simple, fluid motion from catching the ball to releasing it and being able to be accurate with the shot that not only is it hard to defend, but it also is something that can be very, very lethal for an offense to use from the corners, and that's where Trey Murphy does a lot of his damage in catch-and-shoot opportunities is from the corners, and he knows how to move across the baseline as well as around the perimeter to get open. So the big thing that stands out about Trey Murphy certainly is his shot, a difference-making shot, maybe not a shot that you're going to see 15 times a game, but it's almost to to the extent that you saw Desmond Bain played this year for the Grizzlies. He may not have had many games where he got more than seven or eight shots, but it just feels so automatic when he's shooting the three. That's the feeling that you get with with Trey Murphy. And the great thing about it is, is that it's happening in a six nine frame, which is more which is more rare to see than someone in a Desmond Bain frame as an off guard. So that's what stands out about Trey Murphy. But the other thing that stands out also is his defense. Now, he's not someone that produced a lot of turnovers uh, in college. You know, he had less than one steal and one block per game. But the big thing is, is that he's the type of defender that does not have to rely on creating turnovers to make an impact. There's a natural instinct when it comes to his defensive ability. He, the first thing that stands out is he knows how to use his feet and hands. He's rarely out of position for a defender. For a guy his size, that is an absolute advantage because it means that he can reliably guard at least two through four and certainly can take on point guards as well at times because of how effective he is with his footwork. But also, his length stands out. And the thing about it is this. 
Kind of like talking about a guy who's really athletic. Yeah, it's fine a guy can leap high, but what does he do when he's up in the air? That's what that's what separates guys who know how to use their athleticism from guys who are just athletes. Well, with Trey Murphy, it's it, what stands out is his length. Anybody, several. NBA prospects are going to have length, but can they use that length effectively? And Trey Murphy certainly can do that. He's very, very consistent at knowing how to use his hands, knowing how to create deflections, knowing how to get hands in in the face of his opposition and contest shots. He is able with his footwork to stay away from fouling, to stay away from being out of position on defense because he trusts his length to be able to counter shots that are made. And that combination allows for him to be effective without being a threat to foul. His footwork allows for him to not to very rarely get beat as well. If it's a very quick guard or, 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 or you know, smaller type player that can get around him and get to the rim, sure, they're going to be able to get around him every now and then. But his length and the ability to know how to use his hands also allows for him to be able to make plays when trailing. And also his length is something that can also provide a lot of benefit as an off-ball help when it comes to someone driving to the rim and also as off-ball help when it comes to deflections as well as steals. There is a very, very high upside, impactful defender on the court in in terms of Trey Murphy, and it's consistent. In terms of being one-on-one, he has lockdown potential. In terms of being off-ball help, he certainly has the potential to be one of the better 3-and-D wings in the league in terms of that. And while he may not be a consistent force of turnovers, he certainly is someone that can also contest shots, especially from the outside. So he's a very versatile versatile defender that can add benefit in a lot of schemes, even if it's man-to-man or zone Trey Murphy is a guy that certainly stands out. So he's the true definition of a 3 and D wing, and that certainly has value in today's game. Coming up, though, I'm going to look at some stats and also some areas that show that while Trey Murphy certainly shows intriguing potential as a shooter and defender, there is plenty of area for growth in other parts of his game to make him an all-around valuable player in the NBA. I mentioned when it comes to Trey Murphy, something that really stands out that's highly intriguing is that it just feels like it's automatic when he takes his shot. You can bet that when he takes a three-point shot, he's going to make it more times than most. Simply is a lot like what Desmond Bain does for the Grizzlies. Well, if you're someone that in general enjoys wagering and betting on sports, I've got the one place that has you covered, and that's betonline.ag. So many fun things going on in the month of July. And then BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Don't sit on the sideline anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs, to the finals, through the season, even in the Olympics. Head to the website or use your mobile device, put in the promo code Locked On, and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's putting in the promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbooks experts. Visit BetOnline.ag today. Today on the road to the finals, our NBA playoffs coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. Coming up next week here on the Locked on Grizzlies podcast, we're going to continue to have plenty of draft coverage 
when it comes to the NBA draft. We'll have a few guests who will be coming on to talk about specific prospects from certain schools that could certainly be intriguing from the Grizzlies, as well as a few other guests to talk about the Grizzlies offseason in general. A lot of fun stuff coming about the Grizzlies offseason, as well as the NBA draft, as we continue our coverage leading up to a very pivotal draft for many teams on July 29th. So when it comes to Trey Murphy, the thing that obviously stands out is that he is one of the more pure and projectable 3 and D wings that are in this draft. And that's highly encouraging when it comes to Trey Murphy's game. But the thing about it is this, is that there are other things that he does well that are also intriguing that add a bit of depth to his game. He's not just someone that will knock down threes. He has the intelligence of knowing how to work off that part of his game to be a threat at the rim. He was highly effective at the rim this season as on um, is on several opportunities, he was able to be a lob threat in the open court. He was able to finish in, trans- in transition, has a very good knowledge base of how to be able to drive the baseline if, the, if a cut is open instead of a three-point shot. Based on what the defense gives him, if they're giving him space in the corner to shoot a three, he could be absolutely lethal from there. But if they're closing out or if they're heavily guarding the three-point line to prevent him from getting his shot, he can get around them and be a cutting option due to his size. A few other positives that stand out about Trey Murphy is like we had mentioned with Chris Duarte as well as Corey Kispert, there seems to be a certain and there certainly seems to be confidence that Trey Murphy is the type of player who's going to consistently add positive value. This past season, he shot 50% from the field. 43% from three, and 92% from the free throw line. He certainly is a guy that could have a 50-40-90 campaign when he's shooting. He also is someone that shows good decision-making when it comes to passes. He had a very positive assist-to-turnover ratio this season as well. So Trey Murphy is someone that has plays with intelligence. His instinct and intelligence is something to certainly bet on that could allow for him to take what he already does well and potentially expand on it. But the thing about Trey Murphy that stands out also, and it, part of it could be because he's in a system where it's not individually individually friendly at Virginia, that's certainly something that stands out about many prospects that come from Virginia. But one of the big things that stands out about Trey Murphy is, while there certainly is flashes of secondary parts of his game that can grow into areas of value, there's just not a lot of production there. And and that's what stands out about his game overall. Now, there are some concerning weaknesses. For a guy his size, Trey, or Trey Murphy only, only averaged 4.6 rebounds a game at Virginia this past year. That certainly is something that is a bit eye-opening when it comes to his ability to rebound. So that's certainly something that stands out for a guy his size. There also wasn't much playmaking as well. Again, that part of it could be where he played at Virginia. But the thing that I'm getting at is, is this, is that with Trey Murphy, while you probably do have a bit more certainty in his game than other you know, players that were freshmen this past year. You have a bit more faith in Trey Murphy's ability as a shooter translating to the NBA. You have a bit more faith, of, you certainly have more faith that his defense translates to the NBA. Beyond that, while you don't necessarily write off 
his ability to add value as a potential playmaker or a rebounder or someone that can create turnovers or someone that can continue to be highly efficient if he were to take more shots. You don't want to write off his potential in those areas. There's just not much to indicate that he's going to eventually become significantly valuable and relevant in those areas. And that's something that certainly is a bit of a concern when it comes to Trey Murphy. The other thing that stands out as well is that there is a very clear and distinct difference in the quality of his shot selection and overall shot when it comes to him catching and shooting opportunities versus him creating his own shot. That natural arc and that natural beauty of his shot is no longer there when he creates his own shot. Now, it makes sense. He's a 20-year-old 6'9 ball handler who certainly is still growing into his game, and that may eventually develop. But there's not a lot of faith for, for you when you watch the highlights that you're going to ever see a difference-making shot creator. And that's something that certainly stands out. Trey Murphy appears to be someone who is going to be heavily reliant on his production as a catch-and-shoot threat rather than someone that's going to create his own shots in the NBA. And that's perfectly fine. You still have a very relevant type player when it comes to Trey Murphy if the majority of his value as a shooter comes off catch-and-shoot opportunities. It may just mean, though, that he doesn't have the same upside that other prospects do in the area of the draft where Murphy will be selected because those other prospects do have some intriguing upside as shot creators. So the fact that he's not had a lot of high rebounding rates in college despite his size, the fact that he doesn't stand out as someone that's going to be able to, you know, on a, on a consistent basis, create his own shot, and the fact that just in general, there wasn't a lot of usage, there wasn't a lot of clear production outside of his shooting, and obviously, you know, the outside the box score impact that he made on defense, there is a bit of level of overall concern that he could be a bit of a project at the next level. You certainly expect the shot to translate. You certainly expect the defense to translate. But is he someone that can also find areas of his game to improve, to add value, if for some reason the shot may not be falling? Because if he is someone that gets his shot challenged, that certainly impacts the ability for him to make a difference. So you would like for him to find other ways to either make the right pass on closeouts, maybe develop a few moves to where he can get around those closeouts to set up a mid-range shot. You'd certainly like to see his game evolve. And while there's indications it certainly can, you probably don't have as much confidence in Trey Murphy's ability to improve and to project as a clear, significant difference maker on a sustainable winner or contending team is maybe some of the other prospects out there with higher offensive upside. But at the end of the day, many to any team anywhere needs reliable 3 and D wings. And certainly the Grizzlies could use that with wing being their biggest area on the roster of need, as well as the fact that they certainly could use a sizable defender who also can shoot well. Thing is, Trey Murphy is certainly a fit for the Grizzlies, but is he a fit if they were to stay put at 17. Coming up, I'm going to talk about the most sensible ways in which Trey Murphy makes sense for the Grizzlies to pursue and why he certainly should be a target depending on what the Grizzlies do with some of their veterans over the next year. Summer is in full swing, and that probably means that you would like to, you know, do things that make you be able to be enjoy being outdoors more. Of course, that means 
being healthy. And while that does mean exercising, walking, running, biking, doing whatever it is you need to do to stay in shape, it also means that you need to commit to a daily routine of healthy eating. We all love snacks. One of the best ways that you can enjoy being healthy is to find a snack that's both tasty but add its health benefits, and that's Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market right now. Over 18 different flavors to choose from when it comes to Built Bar, and the great thing is is that there's not a bad choice. Regardless of your preferences when it comes to taste, Built Bar is a great addition to your day. If you go to BuiltBar.com, not only can you um, choose from any of those 18 different flavors, you also have the ability to put in the promo code LOCKED15, that's LOCKED15, to take 15% off your next order from Built Bar. Once you make it a part of your day, it's going to be there to stay. Go to BuiltBar.com, put in the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order from Built Bar. Starting July 19th, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 is here, presented by Locked On and Odyssey. Featuring analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford, and Odyssey NBA experts Brian Scalabrini and former General Manager Ryan McDonough, our Locked On NBA local experts will make selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event. I can tell you right now, it was a very exciting experience when it came to the Memphis Grizzlies in this draft. In time, I'll reveal why. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. So when it comes to Trey Murphy, there certainly is a fit that makes sense with the Grizzlies. And the thing about it is this, is that this draft certainly has some intriguing two-way prospects when it comes to the big forward position, which we all know the Grizzlies certainly could use an intriguing prospect on the roster moving forward in that exact area. Moses Moody, Franz Wagner, Zaire Williams, Jalen Johnson, and others certainly stand out. As, difference, as, as players that can add value on both ends of the court. thing about it is this, though, is that obviously I mentioned Moses Moody as, as someone that I'd love to trade up for. Franz Wagner, the same way. Jalen Johnson could be someone that could fall that could make a lot of sense for the Grizzlies. And we've also talked about Zaire Williams and others. The thing about it that stands out is this, is that... The, pro- the profile that Trey Murphy offers is certainly a need for the Grizzlies. The proof that he can shoot and defend well certainly makes a case for him to be a target for Memphis in this draft. But while there's plenty of confidence that his shot and his defense will translate to the NBA, there's plenty of questions when it comes to the other areas of his game for him to develop. A lot of folks, when you talk about Trey Murphy, you look at him and you're like, okay, this is a 3 and D wing, but is he someone that simply goes into the role of being a rotation type player and basically becomes a valuable member of your bench? That certainly is a, there's a good chance that could be his career path when it comes to his production. Could he hit on all cylinders and become a Mikel Bridges type big wing who could potentially be, you know, an all defensive team candidate while also adding plenty of value as a three-point shooter? Certainly, that could be there as well. But at the end of the day, I do think that Trey Murphy is the type of talent that you would rather trade back to get if you were the Grizzlies than 
if you were to pick at 17. A few instances that I'll, you know, give um, in this situation. So, for instance, if you were looking at a Zaire Williams versus a Trey Murphy, Zaire Williams is more of a project. He probably is going to take longer to develop. But in my opinion, the ability that he has shown to create his own shot at times at a younger age, as well as the fact that he could become an above-average defender and a potential playmaker, I think you take Zaire Williams' upside over a Trey Murphy. What about the potential of looking at another player who doesn't play the same area of need that you know the Grizzlies need in a big wing, but say you were looking at a Trey Murphy and a Jaden Springer? I'd take Jaden Springer because, in my opinion, I think that Jaden Springer has the ability to add value in other areas of the game. He's going to have more ways to add value, even if it is at an off-guard or backup ball handler position, than a Trey Murphy does. So at the end of the day, if the Grizzlies were to want to target trade Murphy, if they were to take him at 17, you talk yourself into it being okay. But for this creative front office, I think they realize that if they do love Trey Murphy, that's fine. Why not trade back? Be able to get him in the early 20s, but still gain assets that you can utilize in the present or future to continue to improve your roster. That's what stands out to me about Trey Murphy. The player profile that he offers certainly fits the Grizzlies' needs. The fact that he projects as a very good shooter, despite that he's not going to be used that much, he could still add significant offensive value because of how good of a shooter he'll be. And also the fact that he's a very projectable, high upside defender is highly encouraging. That's certainly something any team in the NBA could use. But... If you're going to see Trey Murphy, likely, even though it's been reported he could go in the teens, I think that's mainly because the Grizzlies simply have talked to him. But if it's one of those things to where if you know that Trey Murphy is probably a talent that you can still get in the early 20s instead of just taking him at 17, the Grizzlies, what makes the most sense for the Grizzlies is to trade back and get him. Say they trade back with the Houston Rockets. That's where you look to get those two picks at 23 and 24. Take a Chris Duarte, and a Trey Murphy. Murphy being your upside play, Duarte hedging a bit to be the guy that can contribute immediately. Or if you want to go more upside, take a Trey Murphy, and then take a Cam Thomas or a Josh Christopher. You've made your pure all-around upside play in Christopher or Thomas, but you've also gotten that big wing with plenty of potential upside in Trey Murphy. So yes, there certainly is an avenue for the Grizzlies to take to add Trey Murphy to this roster. And where it makes sense beyond just his skill set at his size fitting the need for the Grizzlies is that you also have a natural long-term replacement for Kyle Anderson. Because when you look at the tape of Trey Murphy, it's not hard to compare the games of Trey Murphy and Kyle Anderson. The big difference is is that with Murphy, you have the reliable shot, whereas you don't have the facilitation and rebounding with uh, in terms of offense. When it comes to Kyle Anderson, you've got the facilitation and rebounding, but until this year, you didn't have the reliable shot. Sure, their player profiles are significantly different, but the way in which they play the game, there's just a natural original way that they play the game, that they move their hands, that they move their feet. They're just There's just a natural impact that they make of knowing how to utilize their body to make a difference because they may not have the best athleticism out there and knowing how to use their length. I think that that's what stands out, is that if you want 
to have a Kyle Anderson type player on your team long term. Instead of paying Kyle Anderson 12 to 15 million over two to three years past next year to be that guy. Why not get a guy who probably has a bit higher upside due to how reliable his shot is and you'll also get him on a much cheaper contract? That's the thing that stands out to me about Trey Murphy. It's not just that his player profile matches Memphis. There is a very sensible reason to go after him. And you can develop him this year, and then in the summer of 22, you can be confident that he's ready to step in to take over the spot in the rotation that the departing free agent had, and then not only saves you money, but it potentially gives you a guy with higher upside that you can fit next to Jaw and Jaron. So Trey Murphy certainly is a sensible prospect for the Grizzlies to go after. I just feel that if that's the guy that's at the top of your board or near the top of your board and it comes to your pick, I think that you're doing yourself a disservice if you take him at 17. I feel that the Grizzlies are probably going to have multiple prospects that they will consider and they're going to be fine trading back to get an extra asset and then take the guy that they want. But at the end of the day, I'm perfectly fine if Trey Murphy is someone that the Grizzlies go get. I obviously would like for it to be via a trade back. And also, I do think that there are other younger players who may be bigger projects that are worth taking over Murphy because their upside is greater. The end of the day, you're not disappointed at all if the Grizzlies were to make Trey Murphy a selection for Memphis for their long-term future. I just think that there are more beneficial ways to make that happen than others and certainly think the Grizzlies will, with a creative front office, explore the ways that are most valuable that would allow for Trey Murphy to be in Memphis long-term. And just imagine, if he comes in long-term, just imagine the shooting upside that'll be there with lineups that potentially have him, Jaron, and Bain in them to support Jaw and perhaps Valanciunas. That would be a, 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 or even Dylan Brooks in there as well. Just an absolute great addition, but hopefully the Grizzlies, if they were to make that addition, they also do it in a way in which they're able to add another set to their cupboard moving forward. Thanks so much for listening to this edition of the Locked on Grizzlies podcast. We'll be back with you next week. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you again soon here on the Locked on Grizzlies podcast.